Welcome back to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but we want to give a shout out to our podcast partners, the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, and We Coach. These are two great organizations that you should definitely be a part of. Go to wecoachsports.org. And for the global community, go to globalcommunityofwomeninsports.org. Thanks again for listening. Uh, now let's hear from our sponsors, and then we'll hear from our guest on this week's edition of Wednesday Wisdom. We want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and see uh, how over 200,000 teams across 40 sports are using Huddle to help their teams play better using video and analytics. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but as an athletic director, we were a Huddle school. And our coaches just love the smart cameras, the mobile apps. Of course, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. Go to huddle.com and see how they can help your school, whether you're a club or youth team, a high school or college team, even the pros are using Huddle to help their athletes perform better. Huddle is the complete solution for your challenges of recording games and accessing the video. Go to huddle.com, see how we believe in sports, and teams believe in Huddle. Six million users can't be wrong. Go to huddle.com to find out how you can become a Huddle school. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors and coaches are creating world-class marketing content for their school's social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. It's so easy, even I can do it. Go to gipper.com, use the podcast code ADPOD10 and get 10% off. Gipper.com, create custom branded content for your school's social media channels. That's gipper.com. We want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support. Go to hometownticketing.com and see why they're the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. At Hometown Ticketing, they're going to show you how to sell your tickets online and scan the attendees that come to the game. Also show you how to collect your revenue. And every step of the way, you'll have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support. That's hands-on support every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com. They'll show you how to set up uh, digital ticketing for things like school dances, uh, drama performances, uh, music concerts, even graduation. That's hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to SnapRaise. Go to snapraise.com and see how their fundraising platform can raise your school thousands and thousands of dollars. Our coaches use SnapRaise, and it was just fantastic. As an athletic director, I knew what was going on, but I wasn't involved. There's no uh, inventory. There's no upfront cost and it works. There's even an option where you can get your fundraising dollars before you've actually started your fundraiser. Choosing the best fundraiser for you and your school is critical and you can put the SnapRaise digital difference to work for you. Go to snapraise.com and check out the thousands and thousands of dollars they've helped schools just like yours raise using snap raise change your fundraising game plan start a fundraiser that works for you go to snapraise.com to get started
We also want to say thank you to Sideline Interactive. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and check out their indoor scoring tables and video boards. They can generate income for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. At sidelineinteractive.com, you can schedule a live web demonstration and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com to see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thank you to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school's Hall of Fame or your sports uh, school records for all the sports, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com and check out their interactive touchscreen consoles and their library of templates. They'll help you recognize the athletic achievements of your students both past and present, and showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com to get started. We want to say thanks to Final Forms, the industry leader in forms and registration, but Final Forms is more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility, They've got reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that uh, come when you have an athlete in the house. Final forms can help your coaches with things like attendance and communication and even help with their own certification management. And for athletic directors, final forms can help with rosters, with eligibility, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes to take the next steps and find out what final forms can do for you Go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. And we really want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with your student athletes and your parents, and most of them have a great athletic experience, and that's what's going to show on these surveys. But they also allow that squeaky wheel parent to vent, and sometimes you'll hear about a small problem that you can address and keep it from turning into a big problem, because you didn't know about it, because you hadn't done a survey. Go to athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. We have one of our original Wednesday Wisdom experts uh, back with us. For, I think this is your third time, uh, Lena Taylor. If you're not familiar with Lena's story, I really encourage you to just Google her name. One of my very favorite um resiliency stories just a, an incredible story as an athlete 
as an entrepreneur, as a CEO. Uh, she's a podcast host. She's a speaker on a national, even on a worldwide level. And today um, she's going to share with us uh, a new venture that she's been involved with. Uh, really cool. Very important. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get out of the way now. But uh, Lena Taylor, welcome back to Wednesday Wisdom. Jake, it's been so good to see you over the last few months. And I think it's been over a year now that we've been doing segments and working with um, just everything that you have to offer. So I'm uh, really thankful to have the opportunity to speak with you. Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, you know, like I said, we connected originally on, of all places, LinkedIn. I uh, thought it was an interesting story as I read about it. And, you know, I, again, for our listeners, if you're not familiar with, with Lena Taylor's, uh, you know, background and backstory, you need to check it out. But today, uh, she's going to share with us a, a new adventure. So uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, climate executive coaching. And then also, you know, we'll ask later on, how can we get involved? Yeah, Jake, so it, it's so interesting. You know, I'll just kind of rewind the tape back a little bit for our listeners and and tell them where I began. So I was born in Bulgaria while it was still a communist country, tiny little country in Eastern Europe. And at the time that I was growing up there, it didn't have a lot of opportunities. We weren't even allowed to travel outside of the country. Oftentimes, I joke, you know, if my parents wanted to leave the country, they had to leave behind the collateral for the government. Um, so you can just guess, you know, take a guess what the collateral was. It was the children. So if my parents wanted to travel, they had to leave the children behind just to ensure for the government that, you know, we they would come back. If my mom and I wanted to travel, my dad and my sister had to stay back. Well, um, figuring out a way to create opportunities for myself, for my family, for my community was the early focus of my life. And I was able to figure out a way to come to the United States and get my education. I studied biology at the University of Idaho, had an amazing four-year run playing volleyball for coach Tom Hilbert, who is at Colorado State and has had an amazing career there. And after that, I, you know, graduating with that degree in biology, I scooted down to San Diego. It was a biotech hub, and I had dreams about... Um, just developing new solutions, you know, helping humanity, helping people with um, through pharmaceuticals and biotech until one fateful day when I was sitting on the couch watching the Olympics on TV when beach volleyball came on as an Olympic sport. So that was uh, a pivotal moment in my story in the fact that, you know, this childhood dream that I had buried for a long time started waking up and I thought, what if I could play beach volleyball in the Olympics? You know, never mind that I hadn't played the sport before. Um, my, you know, I had set my sights on kind of uh, playing at the highest level. And so I asked my younger sister, who was going to school at the University of San Diego at the time, also on a volleyball scholarship, if she would get on this adventure with me. Fast forward the story, figured out a lot of things in a short amount of time, we were able to, despite all the odds and the fact that we hadn't played the sport, we didn't have any sponsors, we didn't have any kind of outside support, we qualified and played in two Olympic games. All along the way, you know, even growing up in communist Bulgaria, there's been this element for me, which was, you know, as I was uh, walking through, walking to school, for example, I would go through and you can just picture these ugly communist buildings all around. And there was this 
tiny little patch of grass. This is in a big city. And it always bothered me that people would just litter and throw trash around. And so I, even at a, as a young girl, I would organize my friends and say, let's clean up this little square. And so we'd clean it up. And then sure enough, the next day, people would just like litter all over the place. But it, it stayed with me. And whenever my sister and I traveled around the world, you know, we were fortunate enough to visit some of the most beautiful places on this planet, um, playing beach volleyball. You know, we were always in this gorgeous settings. And one of the things that really bothered me was how a lot of times it didn't seem like we were taking care of our natural resources, you know, so in our little way, we would try to clean up the beach, you know, leave it better than what we found it. That was the motto. So this has been present in my life, even as I retired and started raising a family, um, I would be recycling the water bottles, just like all of us are doing, you know, um, and as a mom, I'm trying to teach my kids, you know, here's what you do, how we take care of our planet. But it felt like I wasn't making enough of a difference. It felt like it was just really small. It, it felt like more was needed with what we were facing. I mean, we're, we're seeing kind of the effects of business as usual, um, what people would call it, where you know, we neglect uh, the kind of impact that we have on the environment and the climate around us. And now we're realizing that we're so interconnected that everything that we do has a major effect in parts of the world that we would never imagine before. And through my speaking and coaching of some of the biggest companies in the world, I realized that one of the ways in which I could contribute um, in helping is to put my skills, my coaching skills, to accelerate results for people that are already working on climate solutions. You know, when that uh, light bulb went off in my head, it was just like, yes, now everything makes sense. Every experience that I've had along the way can be put into focus, could be put into use, into this new endeavor, which I called climate executive coaching. And so what we've been able to do in a very short amount of time is identify, we put out an open call for applications where we would evaluate people that are already working on climate solutions. And we received applications from all around the world. I mean, just the response was phenomenal. And right now we've identified 16 projects um, on six different continents, mind you, that we're supporting through high-level science-based solution-focused coaching. So the same exact things that allowed me to have a dream to come to the United States and get my education, to have another dream to play in the Olympics and make it. I'm putting all of the skills, everything that I know and pouring it into how do we make these people that are working on climate solutions, how do we accelerate their results? Um, so it, it feels really rewarding on a deep personal level because it, it feels like you know my worlds are just uh, literally coming together. Um, everything as a mom, as a human being, and I'm able to uh, make a difference on a global scale. So I'll take a breath here. <laughs> No, I, I was uh, I was right there with you. Uh, I, again, I, I think teachers and coaches, uh, even athletic directors, uh, you know, we talk about we've got a great job, and yeah, there's challenges, but uh, 
uh, the, the common expression is, you know, we're living the dream. It's not like we're going to work and I can just hear and feel the enthusiasm that you're having for, as you mentioned, all these different aspects of your life, you know, coming together um, and having an impact, you know, beyond, uh, you know, just yourself. Uh, very cool. Um, let's talk about some basic nuts and bolts. And then I, I want to hear more about it. You know, um, how, uh, what's the website, you know, how can people that are listening, our uh, athletic directors and coaches, how can they find out more? How can they get involved and in, in what can they do? Thank you for asking. So the website is called climateexecutivecoaching.com. And on there, what you will find is that we're working with what we call candidates. So candidates are any organization that's looking to create an action plan around climate, around sustainability. And what we're finding with working with some pretty big businesses is that now every company is being asked by their stakeholders, by the investors in the company, by the employees in the company, to and the customers, to have a plan, to have an action plan. We realize that there needs to be accountability in place. And if companies are not answering that call that's coming from all around them, they will very quickly find themselves falling behind. Talent will be leaving. They're not going to have the same kind of opportunities as they did before if they're not rising up to that challenge. Now, I, I see a very special role that sports can play here as well. You know, even on the international level, just this summer, I came back from speaking at the International Olympic Committee in Lausanne, and we were talking about how athletes can contribute in many different ways to society. Oftentimes, we're looked at as the leaders in society, as role models. And so this is another very important priority for the IOC to implement these kind of plans for its organization because it's being asked by its stakeholders, you know, the people, the fans, what are we doing? What are we doing to make it more sustainable? What are we doing to have this plan? And so we're we're working with them in implementing that all throughout the globe through the different national um, Olympic committees, but even, you know, coming a little bit closer to home. So what does that mean for athletic departments? You know, we are yet to see the kind of growth and accountability that will happen in the climate space, but it will be one of the biggest transformations that we will be privileged to have a front row. And it will call on each and every one of us to rethink how we see things, to rethink how we use things, to rethink, you know, what is our impact even on a daily basis. And so what we're developing is a framework for athletic departments to be able to implement a climate action plan and to be a leader in the community. So once again, I think this is, um, right now you may have not even heard about this. Uh, it may not be on your radar, but just watch what will happen in over the next year and certainly over the next five years and before the decade is over will be a significant transformation. So being on the forefront, I think carries a significant advantage. You'll be able to attract more resources uh, from your community. You'll be able to attract, uh, you know, even uh, teachers or people that are concerned, people that are wanting to do something. If you have an action plan and you're galvanizing with your vision, the people that you have in your community, it will make a huge difference. 
Yeah, I uh, just uh, decided as you were uh, sharing that, I, I went to the Climate Executive Coaching website. Uh, very exhaustive, very well developed, um, and a lot of opportunities there for people to get involved. I think one thing that uh, you can hear sometimes, uh, let's say at a local level, is, well, you know, what can I do? Uh, you know, what be, how much of an impact is one person going to have? Uh, for that cynical listener uh, right now, how would you respond to that? Jake, that was me. I mean, that was me um, not even a year ago. I would say even six months ago. What can I do? How can I have an effect on this? You know, it just, I felt out of alignment with something that I said that I really cared about, but it didn't feel like I was doing a lot for it. And, and so that was bothering me for quite a while. Um, and figuring out how to put my skills in service of this higher vision um, has been quite a bit of a challenge. I mean, we talk about identity and we talk about the transition that a lot of us experience as athletes. And, and this is one of the major things that we have to ask ourselves. You know, a lot of times when you go through that transition of being at the highest heights of athletic achievement, and then you find yourself, you know, without a role in society, there's there's very much an opportunity to really come into this work and and the skills that you have learned through sports, through figuring out, you know, just like I did, I went into coach training. And so I got my coaching certification and my diploma, got my international um, accreditation from the International Coaching Federation. And so these skills that we have learned as athletes can are transferable and we can use them to impact our community in a positive way. So I'm right there with you. I mean, <laughs> you don't have to ask me twice. Um, it, it felt like there was not much I can do and the things that I was trying to do, will they have an impact? It felt no. But now through this new opportunity, I'm seeing that yes, actually everything that I do, everything that I do with my family, it could have an impact, and especially if we figure out a way to galvanize and organize our community around it. Yeah, uh, and again, I, I just see it as I was, you know, glancing on your website again. Just so many different opportunities for people to get involved. Uh, and as athletic directors, as coaches listening, you have uh, uh, access to all of your student athletes. And uh, as you alluded, you know, the our athletic careers at some point, even for elite two-time Olympians like yourself, you know, those uh, uh, athletic uh, moments are going to uh, come to an end uh, and it shouldn't be, well, what do I do now? Okay. There's, there's so much that you can do. And, and, and I think helping that next generation of leaders that, you know, we are all working with as coaches and ADs, what a great way to uh, tap into something that they might already have a passion to a uh, passion for, but not understand uh, maybe, well, how can I do something more? How can I take this to the next level? So it's climateexecutivecoaching.com. And also, you know, again, for our listeners that might not be familiar, uh, I really encourage you to reach out and connect, uh, you know, through LinkedIn or other ways with Lena. Lena, you know, I always ask this, uh, if somebody wants to uh, find out more, how can they get in touch with you? With me directly, my email is uh, open. It's right there on LinkedIn. It's lena at lenataylor.com. 
and this comes directly to me. So I would encourage you and Jake, just to kind of show you what athletic directors and what can they do with the young people that we have in, in our care. Stanford University, for the first time in over the last 50 or 70 years, something like this, has established a new school. It's the new school of climate. So this is growing. There will be a growing demand for people that are skilled, knowledgeable in this. Every major university will be opening a sustainability school, a climate school. And so this is just a whole new career. I, I tell my kids, you know, I just kind of drop a little hints here and there. It's like, these will be the, the people that are working in climate and sustainability will be the doctors of tomorrow, you know, because uh, the careers and the possibilities that will be open in the next decade alone um, are just simply incredible. So I think this will be something that is a specific thing that you could contribute to a young person's life where you know, you can say, here's what we're doing, but here's how you can take it to the next level. Go study this at the university. You will have amazing opportunity, opportunities for advancement that before would have taken someone 10, 20 years to get to a, you know, C-level um, executive now through climate, because it's such a growing um, field, you can get to those positions much, much sooner. And there is just a huge influx of capital to equip people with the kind of skills that will be needed. Oh, wow. And again, another great point, uh, you know, what can we do right now as leaders to help that next generation? You know, very cool stuff. Uh, Lena Taylor, always a pleasure uh, to spend time with you and uh, all the best with this new adventure uh, moving forward. Thank you, Jake. I really appreciate it. And uh, good luck with the hurricane coming your way. I hope that the winds subside. <laughs> For our listeners, we're recording this on uh, September 27th, and uh, the hurricane is bearing down on Florida. We're inland, so we're probably just going to see some wind and rain, but uh, we hope everybody uh, in the hurricane's path is safe and uh, that it doesn't uh, you know, have a major impact. So uh, thanks for those kind words. Uh, again, the website, climateexecutivecoaching.com. Um get involved uh, with something very important. Uh, hey, it's for the planet, uh, but you can have an impact as an individual and as a leader, you know, your kids, your student athletes can have an impact and get involved, uh, as Lena mentioned, you know, at the ground floor of something that's really going to be big in the coming years. Uh, thanks again, Lena, for sharing with us. Thank you so much, Jake. For our listeners, remember, uh, we do Wednesday Wisdom every week, and the Zoom recordings get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, come back next Wednesday for another uh, episode, and just about every day on the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, be safe and uh, take care of that climate. We'll talk to you next time. Once again, we want to thank all of our sponsors that make the podcast and Wednesday Wisdom popular. Final Forms, the industry leader in forms and registration. They can help you. They can help your parents and stakeholders. They can help your coaches. Go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake for more information. I want to say thanks to Snap Raise. If you're looking for a fundraiser for your school, look no further. Our coaches use Snap Raise, and it was fantastic. Go to snapraise.com and put the Snap Raise digital fundraising difference to work for you. They even have a program where you can get your funds before you even raise them. That's snapraise.com. Athletic surveys by Lifetrack. 
if you have never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing the boat. We use surveys for just about everything in my schools, and they're fantastic. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out how their surveys can help you and your program. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com, get connected with your dedicated success manager that's going to be with you every step of the way. Hometownticketing.com. We also want to say thank you to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Uh, if you're looking for a really cool way to display your school record boards and your Hall of Fame, go to Vital Signs walloffame.com also want to say thanks to gipper uh, go to gipper.com and start creating world-class uh, graphics for your school social media channels the template you're looking at right now was created by gipper and it's just a small sample of what they can do for you that's gipper.com mention the podcast and get 10 percent off we also want to say thanks to sideline interactive indoor scoring tables and video boards We've got a Sideline Interactive indoor scoring table in our gym, and it's just fantastic. That's sidelineinteractive.com for more information. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Um, Huddle is how the world sees sports. Go to huddle.com. Find out how your school can become a Huddle school. Your coaches will just love the smart cameras, the mobile apps, and the analytics. Go to huddle.com. See how your school can become a huddle school. And before we go, we want to say thanks to our partners, uh, We Coach and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. These are two great organizations that you need to be a part of. They have tremendous resources for you as an AD and for all of your coaches. Go to wecoachsports.org. And for the global community, go to globalcommunityofwomeninsports.org. Thanks again for listening to today's Wednesday Wisdom. We'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast.